This episode of the Skift podcast features a discussion from a recent online Skift event. To join us and learn more about future Skift events, visit live.skift.com. Please welcome the Vice President of Homes and Villas for Marriott International, Jennifer Shea, in conversation with Skift Senior Hospitality Editor, Sean O'Neill. Good morning, Jennifer. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Sean. It's great to be here. I must say, these gift events are always a highlight for me. They're thought-provoking, lots of discussion already this morning, and super informative, so thrilled to be here. Thanks very much for the compliment. It means a lot coming from you. <laughs> um, I guess I'd start with, it was about three years ago this month that uh, yes. Holmes and Villas. Wow. We're at our three-year anniversary, so really excited about it. It's been a whirlwind of a three years. <laughs> Who thought, we, we launched the business in May of 2019, and six months later, we got a global pandemic. And that stopped everybody in its tracks, but it's been incredibly exciting to see how resilient this industry has been, um, and how kind of, I think when you get the fundamentals right, um, consumers come back. And so uh, you were at about 3,000 uh, homes in the first year, you got to about 3,000? We launched with 2,000. Launched with 2,000, got to about 3,000 within a year, and now you're at about 50,000, is that right? We're about 60,000. 60,000. So it's probably been a month since wow. we last <laughs> chatted about those numbers. We're at about 60,000. That's about 30x growth in the last three years. And so what is your strategy for onboarding inventory? How are you being strategic about it? Yeah, you know, our business is ultimately grounded in the consumer. And so the way we built this business when we started was we looked at home rentals and we said, okay, we know about 27% of our customers who are Bonvoy members are choosing to rent homes. And so we dug deep and we said, well, why are you choosing to rent homes? What is it about homes that makes it compelling that would make you want to leave your fantastic portfolio of hotels? And, and they told us a few things. One was, um, I need the space and the privacy, right? I want, um, I love being with my extended family, but sometimes I need time to myself too. And so I need a home that I can share space with them, but also be a part. And um, for certain trip purposes, a home actually serves a better use case. So large family reunions, big kind of milestone birthday events. Um, and so we knew when we started growing the business that the, the customer need was around space, privacy. And it was the same customer, just a different trip type. And so every step of the way as we built this business, our strategy for the business model, how we evolve, how we expand, and how we grow from 2,000 to 60,000 has been anchored on who's our guest and what do they need. And so our guests are Bonvoy members, and they have very specific, and we do a lot of data analysis around where are these members located? Where do they like to travel? Do they have young children? Do they love to ski? Do they love to go out in nature? And we take that data and then we marry that against you know, objective third-party industry data to see where the home rental market tends to grow. And so we say, okay, where's the core of who our guest is? Um, and where do they like to travel? Do they like road trips? Do they go on international flights? And then we take a deeper look and say, okay, what are the markets within six driving hours? 
because that's typically what we see is pretty acceptable, unless you live in my household, which is just two hours. <laughs> um, but most people are willing to travel six hours, especially during the pandemic. And when we say, okay, let's marry all that data together. Where are our Bonvoy members based? What type of trips do they like? What's within a six hour radius? And then we go in and we target um, where we feel like we need to grow homes and inventory. So uh, we take a very kind of, we, data is incredibly important to us. Um, and so we do data-driven analysis on where we think market growth is. And then we also obviously follow where, you know, broad vacation rental industry data is telling us. So we had a debate yesterday, uh, uh, Tyler Morse from MCR Hotels and Steve Hafner from Kayak. They had different views about how durable some of the trends are uh, mm. from now. What is your sense of uh, interest in rentals? Is, this, uh, is the volumes going to continue post-pandemic? Yeah, I do. I mean, all the leading indicators for us tell us that this will continue to grow. Um, and, you know, I, I look at it a couple of ways. It's the same customer. Uh, I just went on a spring break trip and my kids hadn't flown in, you know, over three years. And I had been trapped in the house with them for about three <laughs> years. And so, like, for our first spring break trip, I was absolutely needed a place where there was a lot of service and a lot of amenities. I want to be able to tell my family, just go to the pool or just go to the kids club or just go to whatever you need to go to so I can sit and enjoy my vacation. I didn't want to work during my vacation. I didn't want to be asked, what am I having for lunch? You know, where, is my, where are my shorts, et cetera. <laughs> and so um, the first part of my spring break was spent at an incredible resort. The second part of my spring break was spent at an incredible vacation rental because that's when my extended family came in and we spent time with our parents and reconnected and the evenings were not at you know an amazing restaurant or doing night swimming. It was playing board games and doing puzzles. And so I do actually believe that there is this perspective from the consumer that there are very different use cases, different trip purposes, and you need to solve for both. And for us at Marriott, we want to be able to solve for both. And we want to be able to solve for both in a way that you can trust us, right? Just like you trust us to come to hotels, we want you to trust that the home that you're staying in is going to deliver the right level of cleanliness, maintenance, responsiveness that our promise is to our guests overall. And so when people think of the hotel experience, the brand promises a lot about consistency. It is. Uh, and there's even, you know, the upper upscale means I know that this yeah. kind of product is going to be at this <laughs> How price. many uppers can you put on these categories, <laughs> right? Like the, the vernacular that we use within the hotel industry often goes from like upscale to upper scale, upper upscale, and to luxury to ultra luxury. I mean, there's a lot of categories and sometimes, you know, realistically, I don't know that consumers understand all the nuances <laughs> um, of that delineation that we have within, um, within our hotel world. I do think that what they understand is, and, and we're living in a digital world now, where our job as a company is to give you as much information and transparency as we can about a product. And so whether it's a hotel stay or a homestay, our job is to give you all the information that we can share about why this home may or may not be a good fit 
for you and this particular trip because definitely there are homes that are fantastic for a 40th birthday celebration with your girlfriends from college, which may not be appropriate for your getaway with you know three children under the age of five. And so we, our job is to make sure that we give our consumers as much information, but not so much that you can't make a choice. And I think that was one of the pain points that we would hear when we came into this industry, which is analysis paralysis. I do a search, I get thousands of results. I have, it's a lot of work to go through all of that to figure out what actually is gonna be a really good fit for my, my particular trip. And so um, at Homes and Villas, we do our best to take some of that pain away. Uh, we have a fantastic team in operations, my leaders out here on the um, floor, and we look at all of these homes. And we apply our standards to them and say, we do our best to say, this is a home that we have an incredible partner that manages that home. And this home has the attributes of something that we would expect our guests to love. And so we, frankly, overinvest in that relative to competitors. Um, because in many ways, the, the largest players in this industry are open platforms. And it's a completely peer-to-peer -peer model. At Homes and Villas, we don't follow that model. We actually created a different one, which is a much more curated model that takes the learnings from our years in hospitality. So I heard you use the word attributes. So do you see, like, from the rental perspective, that looking at properties by their attributes is the main way that you're, how Marriott is going to approach this rather than something extremely very structured? Yeah, you know, in the um, hotel world, when you do a search, uh, search results come back to you from city center. And so if you search for in New York City, you will see all the hotel results come back to you based on that distance from New York City. And it's interesting because we kind of built that a long time ago with business travelers in mind, right? Because when you're going into the city for a business meeting, oftentimes you're plugging in the address for where your meeting is and you just want to stay one night right near your client so you can go to the meeting and then get out of there. Um, Vacation rentals and home rentals is not the same thing. So sometimes the best homes are tucked away furthest from city center because people want to be in nature, et cetera. And so we do a mix of analytics to get to what um, we show our customers. You know, the, the absolute nirvana, and we're certainly on the path to that, is our ability to say, okay, this is Jenny, she's coming in, she's got three kids, God bless her, and so we know she's gonna need at least three bedrooms to stay sane, right? And so returning those types of results, or I know this is Jenny, and I know she is an avid skier, and I'm gonna show her these ski homes. And so we do a combination of trying to understand who that customer is, which is why our Bomboy members are so important to us, um, and then trying to deliver to you homes that we know perform well in the right spots. And so we have analytics and data that helps us, okay, the history on this home is it tends to book very strongly. We tend to get good, um, what we call intent to recommend scores on this particular home. And so in many ways, we're doing a little bit of the science behind trying to find a, a perfect match for you. Um, and so hopefully you're looking through one or two pages to get to two or three really good options versus pages and pages and pages. 
I want to build on that a bit. So you mentioned the search experience. I went on the Bonvoy app this morning. I was looking for a place to stay in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, in Stewart, Florida. And uh, Homes and Villas didn't show up in yeah. the app. Um, when I do desktop, it does, it does recommend you to go to the Homes and Villas search page to get to. So w what is the lag for there? Yeah. It's the beauty of being a startup in a large enterprise, right? Um, and so there are so many things that um, we often talk about. Homes and Villas is a different, it's different technology. If, if you kind of, as we dug into this industry, we really realized very quickly that the home rental industry is very different than the hotel industry. I think somebody shared the technology plays. In hotels, we're very mature. We've got standard PMSs, standard rails, et cetera. And in home rentals, it is a much more diverse and fragmented area for which, you know, frankly, you've got some of the greatest innovators within the home rental industry on technology. They do leapfrogs um, around that area. And so we, do, we use different kind of technical stacks. Um, but we live in the same ecosystem. So we bring customers back and forth across our sites. And you know, I think the easy answer is, technically, it was just easier to get to desktop first. Uh, app is on our roadmap. But you know, we have a lot of things on our Bonvoy app that we are advancing. Everything from chat with somebody to order um, you know, extra towels to mobile key. And so we're on the roadmap. And we hope to get to the top soon, but in the meantime, what we do um, do within our app is we begin to kind of educate our customers about homes and villas. And so you will see as you go through the app, um, depending on the time frame, and it's going to happen pretty soon because we always celebrate our anniversary in a big way. So we've got one of the biggest kind of um, promotions that we've for our product coming next week for our three-year anniversary, and then you'll see placements on our app. So we're still trying to stay within the ecosystem, but navigating the complexity of large enterprise systems and structure. Okay. Uh, for people watching at home or here, you can feel free to uh, ask questions in the app, and we'll get to them. Uh, you build on a couple of these points. You rely a lot on your Bonvoy members. So uh, Skiff Research was saying it's about um, more than 90% of the bookings are coming from Bonvoy members. Correct. And about 30% are redemptions, is that yeah, right? Yeah, 30%, but that number is growing. Okay. We, um, last November, we introduced, like I just think, an elegant solution for people to use alternative currency on our site. And it's one of the original versions of alternative currency. It's your Bonvoy points, right? <laughs> and so now, as a consumer, you can go on and you can say, OK, I'm a gold status. I have 50,000 points. I'm going to apply 30,000 of those to this home rental, and then we'll give you the balance, which is paid in kind of cash. And so we are seeing, as a result of that, that 30%, you know, some form of redemption shift up to nearly half. Wow. And so, like consumers, there is an element, I think, largely the industry had not anchored themselves around a robust loyalty program. And with Merit Bonvoy, we bring 160 million consumers who love the company, love their points. They love the idea that they're earning points for travel they have to do independently, but then they can use them for leisure and vacation homes with their family and friends. And so we see that number continue to grow. And we, we lean deep into it because um, we, frankly, want to be there for our guests whether it's a vacation with extended family or if it's a business trip. 
Okay. We'll hear a bit from Airbnb later, but they've talked a bit about wanting to build a loyalty program, so they're probably looking closely at the success of uh, Marriott's effort. I'm wondering, are hotels cool with the loyalty effort? Because if I'm a courtyard uh, by Marriott uh, franchisee, franchisee, I'm used to the relationship that I'll pay into the loyalty program, but then I get money back when I'm having a redemption. Are you sort of like helping funnel all that money over to vacation property managers? Or? And so, no, we, we take a very similar and robust approach to how we think about funding. And so we follow a model that's very consistent with our hotels. And so um, I think largely one of the things that our hotel owners do really love about um, Homes and Villas is we keep our customers in our ecosystem. So customers want to stay at our properties to earn the points to spend it on leisure because you have the ability to do that in homes. And so, and we also are a way, you know, sometimes, frankly, our leisure and resort business has been through the roof lately. I think that's across industry. And, um, and you know, the opportunity for us to actually give customers an opportunity to redeem when our hotels are full is incredible. It keeps everybody in the ecosystem. It keeps that kind of virtuous cycle of earning points and using points uh, within our ecosystem. Cool. One criticism I've heard of homes and villas is that it lacks a disruptive edge in the sense that its potential for growth might be capped. If you're focused on premium properties and you're heavily focused on Bonvoy as a, a customer acquisition thing, there's a lot of strengths to that model, but that might cap how big you can grow. So how big can you grow? Yeah, I always laugh at that um, <laughs> because, you know, you know, this came out probably when we were one or two years old. How many disruptors are one or two years old? Uber is 13 years old. Airbnb is 14 years old. You have to look at the leading indicators, and it depends on what you're kind of trying to disrupt, right? I do believe that for Homes and Villas, when we came into the vacation rental industry, and found the right business model. And our business model is inherently working with professional property management companies. I know Mary Lee was up here. We work with Under the Doormat. They were one of our earliest. And um, it disrupted the industry in the sense that we were bringing a set of standards and um, service levels and expectations um, in an industry that was largely very kind of you know, it was very entrepreneurial and homegrown, and you know there hadn't been a player that came in and said, you know, this is what good looks like. Good looks like when a customer calls you, you call them back within six hours, right? Or you know, and and that is something that's deeply ingrained in um, in our hotel business, and so we were bringing that into the industry certainly, so that there's an element of disruption there, um, and. I think for us, growth can't come at the cost of great guest experiences. That makes sense. And what are, what so, are the key components of guest experience? Yeah, and so when we think about guest experience, and this goes back to kind of the insight that we had around this particular, the pain points our customers tell us. Um, but oftentimes, when we look at any type of guest experience in hotels or in homes, it's anchored on three things. One is the physical. Right, how does this hotel look? How does this home look, right? Is it what I expected? Does it look like what's on my photos? Um, the human service. And so in our hotels, a lot of times, the best stories and the best kind of customer feedback we get is about um, 
Jill, who was helping to serve breakfast, who was super great to my kids and brought out pancakes when you didn't have pancakes because my kids love pancakes, right? So there's the human service element. And then there's the digital experience, right? How easy is it to find, book, buy, and then during my stay? And so we look at all three of those parameters as we grow the business. You know, certainly within the vacation rental industry, we leaned hard on product first which is if you don't get the product right, it's hard to recover, right? And um, for us, there oftentimes, especially in the time of the pandemic, there is no human <laughs> there. And consumers didn't want a human there. In some of our homes, there are humans that greet and orient you to the home in the neighborhood. And in many others, there are no humans there. And so for us in Homes and Villas, we leaned hard on product to make sure that that promise that we make to our customers, we keep. Um, and then you know we are bringing kind of the element of digital. And today, we do a really good job in that front end, which is trying to help you find that match. Um, trying to help you uh, get a home that we think would work really well for your trip purpose. And then we're going to be leaning deeper into mobile web or app to help carry through that experiences. We've got partnerships that are coming up and launching, ways for us to get deeper into that stay. Okay, cool. Uh, audience question here, how much of Holman Villa's business is coming from group business in the corporate world? Yeah, we're just beginning to start um, going deeper in that. And so it's really exciting. Um, we have you know, incredible relationships with the largest companies in the world. And, um, and there's been a lot of positive reception because companies, corporates will come to us and say, you know, there are some of our employees who want to use a home. However, we have all these concerns around duty of care and who's going to be, like, is the home going to be safe for my employee, right? And having homes and villas is certainly a way where we can address that. And the use cases here are oftentimes, you know, multi-week stays, long project uh, efforts. And then we've also gotten great interest and in starting to build some uh, business around companies coming to us and saying, I need a non-traditional space for a small team to get together because we've all been remote for so long. And so we want a small, innovative space uh, where they can come and brainstorm and do collaborative work and uh, you do, you know, put together prototypes. And we'd love to do that in one of your homes because in many ways, it's a, a way for people to come together and want to come together. Who doesn't want to come together in some of those gorgeous homes? Did you see those pictures? <laughs> um, and so, you know, I think we're beginning to just start our adventure within deepening that um, corporate kind of business to business element within our, our company. We certainly have had bookings and partnerships where we've had an example when there was um, a hurricane that came through and our corporate customer said, we need to help relocate our employees who have had their home damaged. And so we would find a place for them and it would be a longer term stay. So lots of great opportunity. We're just beginning to scratch the surface. And you had actually, you were talking before we went on stage, oh, yeah. you had your own team. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Kevin can confirm that. So one of the things, my team is global and largely remote, and we really needed to get together. I mean, we're, we're a startup. And we iterate and refine and revise the business in real time. And so we needed to get together and do some of the tougher work, the brainstorming, the problem solving, the prioritization, the design work. And so we all 
you know, 12 of us got into a home, one of our homes um, in Orlando, and we spent, you know, three fantastic days together. Uh, brought a chef in to balance out all the work we were doing, and we brought a yoga instructor in. My husband was joking. He was like, I, they're all lying to you. Nobody wants to stay with their boss for like three <laughs> days in a, in a house. And I actually was like, everybody said they wanted it a couple days more when we finished. Um, and so it is, it's a really creative way, I think, for people to reconnect after these last two years when we've been so disconnected. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for walking us through this. Really enjoyed the awesome. conversation. All right, thanks.